game begin. All right. Welcome to the after show of episode 77, the lucky episode. And we got, let's see. Two thirds. Two thirds of a lucky episode. (laughs) We we still, we got to get to 777 before it's a lucky episode. Well, uh, you know, Daniel Sherman almost made me laugh mid-episode because he said execute order 77. <laughs> I was like, what would that yeah, be? what would like, that be? Take all the Jedis to the casino? <laughs> Take all Give surviving the Jedis Jedi to a the... hug. That's right. Rian Johnson takes the uh, the younglings to, uh, to, to New Las Vegas. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Which, depending what on which be, Chuck E. Cheese, would, could be equally a death sentence. What would be the Star Wars version of Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, Coruscant. Would, no, it, it'd be like yeah. it'd, it'd be like Baller Bantha or something. Max Rebo's. No, it'd be Wally yeah, Wonka. Max Rebo. There you go. Because I'm trying to think of like what sort of a cuddly, goofy-looking Star Wars character that could be a mascot for a kid's. <laughs> A kid's emporium in Star Wars. Max Rebo's actually not bad because he looks spongy. Jar Jar's in blue milk. That is not age appropriate right there, Rob. Actually, my my, my kid's favorite one would be Rex. I'm I'm loving the fact that Rex is back in in Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah. Who? R3X. He's the... so. Did you ever go on Star Tours? The original Star Tours droid pilot? Is that a Disney thing? Yes. Yeah, it's a Disney. No, like, it's been, a Disney parks I not, thing. I have been not. Yeah. I have not been to Disney in 22 years. Oh man! Oh wow! Yeah. He's been Star track. Tours would have been there. It would have. Yes, 22 years ago, Star Tours was there. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, that's, this little okay. robot. That's like his, 1999. But he made his comeback probably... originally as the bartender in uh, Gal- Galaxy's Edge. Oh, okay. Ba- yeah. Batu. Okay. He's he's the bartender, but yeah, he made it as the what? What would you call it? The customs droid <laughs> in this one? Well, he's well, he's the custom. The, it's the customs droid. He's also um, I don't know what game they're playing, but he's a dealer in the casino. Oh, that's right, in, yeah. in Mos Espa. Yeah, that I guess that's his new deal. Yeah. Uh, Just uh, real quick, uh, thinking about Jar Jar, and then I got to sign off. I. I'm sure you guys have already seen this, but this was brand new information to me. There's an Easter egg, and I think the Force Unleashed uh, for the Xbox or the PlayStation, just b- back in that generation for the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. Uh-huh. Uh, there's an Easter egg in one of the levels where you can, if you look hard enough, you turn the corner, you can find Jar Jar Binks frozen in carbonite. Oh, yes, I remember that. Yes, and he looks hilarious, (laughs) like a cartoon. His hands, you know, his big hands and his his crazy face and his tongue is hanging out of his mouth and it's all frozen. Ah, You know, doesn't look, doesn't look, um, doesn't look at all like Han did, like pained and scared and stuff like that. It's more like, like a very comical (laughs) look, literally frozen on his face. Someone finally got their revenge. That's right. <laughs> no, I, I'll have to look that up. I, I played, oh, I played Force Unleashed on the Wii, which Ooh. it was probably the worst port of a game because mm-hmm. like you would imagine. you would watch the game on Xbox and PlayStation and it looked gorgeous. I mean, for, for the generation that we were at, the generation, it, yes, it was yes. awesome. And then you played on the Wii 
And it was like, in order for them to ma- maintain motion controls, because that was the whole reason you played on the Wii is like, oh, you can swing your lightsaber yeah. every yeah. every third swing when it actually registers. Um, <laughs> it was like worse than N64 graphics. I just remember Geno mm. Eclipse never blinked the entire game because I don't oh, think they yeah. had enough like polygons for her eyelids and so not only did she have like that disease where her like eyeballs were protruding out of her head by like a full (laughs) inch but she never blinked so for being the love interest i was like yeah yeah. that was was bad (laughs) like you you stare too hard i'm sorry you're the face i want to wake up to the rest of my life not juno eclipse (laughs) (laughs) that's the face that would keep me up for the rest of my life (laughs) Oh, before uh, you go, uh, Trip. Um, yeah, someone actually did find Gavin. Oh, really? Wait, that's so an actual appara- thing. You can appara- find Gavin. Apparently, uh, okay. It's like this guy. He roped. He roped the uh, guy. Whoever the guy was, the guy was, and he yeah. had a letter on him, and that led him to going to a cave where there was uh-huh. a hermit in there, and apparently that was Gavin. There's no dialogue, There's- but. There's like oh, no dialogue oh, okay. between the two, but it's still like this apparently is Gavin. So, huh. Okay. So just so I'm, just so I'm putting this all together, like you, you find somebody that has a letter, you read the letter and it tells no, you no, where no. Gavin the is. Gu- no, the guy that was that's searching for Gavin, mm-hmm. they yes. wrote, they roped him up and he had a letter on him oh, okay. that, that apparently led to a clue there. There's a cave somewhere. Okay. That apparently this guy is Gavin, but even if you bring the bring the guy to him, they have no dialogue for each other. <laughs> well, That's he keeps bizarre. screaming for Gavin. That actually Gavin! <laughs> That really disappoints me, actually. That like it, it's that that you would put that in the game and not have some sort of closure for the I mean, that's um yeah, that's. I don't know how I feel about that. I guess they weren't. I expecting- got really excited, and then you told me that you told me how it played out, and I was like, I got deflated really fast. I guess it was just that no one was at. They weren't actually expecting people to make a, make the connection because the guy. I think. I think if I saw the video right, it was that it showed that his name was just Hermit or someone like that or Cave okay. Hermit. Okay. So, uh, so, they, so you had to do some deduction to actually make, connect the dots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. You have to put hmm. a lot more effort than that. Okay, so it's entirely possible, but for a company that puts so much thought and detail to a game that it bought, it, it concerned them where the horse's testicles were based on the season, how <laughs> hot or cold it was. That I, I kind of go, wait, did they really not expect somebody to make the connection? Like that with that amount of detail. I guess they weren't expecting it. people to rope them up. <laughs> I guess so. Well, I mean, well, I, I I guess I wonder if it was like a developer inside joke. So they're like, what's the intern's name? Gavin? <laughs> Let's have be. this guy yell Gavin over and over. It and it was be. like a patch that they added the hermit. Huh. Like, ooh, maybe we should have a semi-closure to this. <laughs> there, there's a part of me. I went down the rabbit hole pretty hardcore trying to figure stuff out about that world because I wanted everything to connect to one another and play out in this time in this you know, get wrapped up in this tidy little bow. And it just, I had to make my peace with it real quick that like, there were a lot of things in that game that were just isolated incidents. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was, yeah, it was, yeah. 
That okay. All right. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop. I've got like seven different thoughts pinging in my head, like memories of playing the game and then questions I'm trying to answer and trying to decide if I want to get back online and do some digging. And I, I, I just need to go to bed. Well, <laughs> we do that. know that before you go to bed, you're definitely going to look up this hermit and be like, so that's Gavin. What? Uh, <laughs> it well, it depends on what's waiting for me out in the living room. My wife, my wife may have something for me to do. That's almost sounded what I was about to say almost sounded dirty. Like the way I left <laughs> off there, it depends on what's waiting for me in the living room. My wife, that sounded like I was going to give you guys details into my personal life. No, it just depends no. on what it just depends on whether or not my wife wants to watch TV or to go to bed or she has like something for me to do in the kitchen because she's tired. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I might, I might go down the rabbit hole or I might be completely derailed and never think about it again after tonight. <laughs> or you might get we'll stuck see. into the rabbit hole. That's true because you did go way over what you said. So you might be getting stuck. You may have to go live in a cave as a hermit. That's entirely <laughs> possible. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's true. Okay. All right. I'm leaving now. It was great seeing everybody. See you, Brett. Seeing you too. See you guys. Okay. Well, one more. Good call. And we back. should come full circle. One more and we should come full circle. That'll be the next after show. All right. So Rob and yep. Daniel. Anything in the, the video game discussion that y'all are just just biting at the bit to contribute into? Oh, yeah. yeah. Daniel, you no, go you, first. I don't know. I'm, I'm still sitting here. I, I, I'm still got high hopes on Book of Boba Fett. Oh, listen, yeah. listen, I do too. Because here's my thing. If they stick the landing, which right. if, if episode five, if that level of quality carries into six and seven, I think yes. they can pull this show back up. Yeah. And if you stick the landing, people are very quick to forget episodes one through four. Like, I mean, make it good. And, and I will say it's starting to feel like all they had in mind was this crossover event. Like, I'm starting to wonder if the only idea for the show they had is, hey, guys, what if Mando and Boba had like a, a Western level gang war shootout on Java's <laughs> palace? that's amazing. Let's write a show about it and somehow eke out seven episodes worth. So, I mean, think about with the uh, Mando season two, it kind of was for the first couple of episodes. It was, Hey, we need you to do this. And we'll, then we'll give you your, your information. And then mm -hmm. when it, it finally built up kind of close around the Ahsoka episode or actually the Boba Fett episode that kind of built up right there. And then, it was just like, oh, wow, this is going to be great. But, but see, there's a difference between a slow burn and a no burn. And right. <laughs> Mando was a slow burn. Book of Boba to me has been a no burn. Like, I got angry when in the flashback sequences, he showed up to the Tuscan village and it was burnt to the ground. And not because I was like, oh, no, the people he come to know and love. I was like, so what was the point of all that stuff? Like, yeah, if all I needed to know was that he was in the desert and learned some things. You didn't have to drag me through three episodes worth of flashbacks for that. So anyway, it, it seems like the flashbacks to nowhere to me. One of the things in one of my big, I like listening to Ryan Airy. I think it's screen screen rant. Yes. He does like the whole, yeah. I, he did this. He did one stint where he's like, they, they just failed to use the flashbacks correctly. Mm -hmm. They should have done something. I think they could have done those four episodes in three. Yes. And they could, and you could have, could have been, I'll, I'll give them three, but you, two might have been a little tight. Mm 
But in 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 that, if they would have just gone a little bit more chronologically from Return of the Jedi to here he is, he's he survived. He gets he gets robbed by the Jawas, you know, and then just goes through that whole thing. Like the he's been taken in by the Tuscans, and we get the whole dances with Tuscans kind of thing going, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. And 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 kind of see where it's just like he gets to this point of like he the, the, is it the point there's that point basically where he gets his ship back. And I mean, there's still some jumps in there. Yeah. I, I mean, think he has to get his ship back together. That's, that's really <laughs> yeah, what the first four episodes. Getting and fighting Chef Grievous. Chef Grievous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so true. But, but if they would have done it just in a different format, I think the whole book of back to tank was totally unnecessary. It, like that, every time they cut to his back to tank, I was like, Oh no, the story is going to hit the brakes in all the wrong ways. Like I think all the wrong ways, all the wrong ways. I, my, my Hoff take is that the flashback, all of the flashbacks should have been a like, flash sequence in episode one with no narrative explanation like i think it should have been him in the back to tank kind of like nightmare you see him like quick shot of the sarlacc he busts out you see him with the tuscans like all that story i would like to see is like almost lightning flash to where like you could if you really wanted to you could piece together what happened but i don't think we needed as much fleshing out of how did he get to meeting Fennec Shand? Like, all that was already answered. Like, he explained that yeah. in the Mandalorian season. Like, he saved yeah. her. He mm-hmm. survived. Like, kind of like we, we did this in season two when we were talking about our expectations. You were you were with us there, Daniel. Like, I am yep. 100% with Kevin that I would have rather them not say anything. Like, it's just he survived. Why? Because he's Boba. Like, yeah. And, and, and that's yeah. my case in point. And I don't know if you heard it from last week's so- over. Um, last week's show, but it was really my my thought is where people who are heavier on the negative side of the show were really big fans of the novel Legacy Boba Fett. What? So okay, I'm glad we get to talk now, Daniel, because I did listen <laughs> to that and I've got some words. So yes, oh, no. I was a book fan, but my my the 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 bantha I take with this version of Boba is not. That he's not the book version, even though I will say this is hashtag not my Boba because the EU version <laughs> of Boba is far cooler. But for me, it's not that it's not book Boba. It's that this is a lame Boba. Like I would have been fine with a different direction, but don't make him like the Charlie Brown helmet guy. Like I hate that his helmet is off so much. Like I love Tamura Morrison and I think he owns the role. But he's not scary without his helmet on. Like the menace is gone. And then the fact that he's negotiating with people, I'm like, that's not Boba. Boba shoots people and asks questions later. Like it's not that he's not book Boba. It's that he's a lame Boba. Hmm. And I could see that, you know, but I, I could also see where a lot of the stuff in, in what I've been looking at and even where the, where I th- this is where I think they're actually going to go, um, you know, is that he's not bounty hunter Boba Fett anymore. He's not out doing a job to get his paycheck by any means necessary. He's not, he's not in that situation where I can bring you in hot or I can bring you in cold. 
You know, he's not he's he's not trying to do that anymore. He's not doing that anymore. And I think the interlude with chapter five, and I, I like the way that the I heard somebody kind of talk about it as it is an interlude. We're we're not in Boba Fett anymore. Now we're back to the Mandalorian. Oh is it, that it was it was season three, episode zero is what yes. <laughs> is what this last episode was, which oh, I'm yeah. all for, but it, it did I, I, for a hot second. I literally thought, "Wow, ratings for Book of Boba have gotten so bad that they're literally just switching gears and going to season three for Mando." I thought that for a little bit. But what the armorer said in episode five that the Mandal that the Mandalorians will rise on the Mythosaur. So if mm. you think about it, if you think about it, right, Din, what's his what's his icon? It's that rhino. Oh, right, the on his armor. Yeah. What is Boba Fett's mark? The Mythosaur. Oh. Right. And if you yeah. th- and some and this is going this is going comic book stuff. So this is me listening to other people. So Boba Fett. So and this is also connected to the Dark Saber, right? So Boba Fett is a perfect clone of Jango Fett. Jango Fett is the the adopted foundling son of Jaster or Jester. Yep. Who was the Mandalore? Right. And Mandel, he did not lose the Darksaber in a fight, right? So it's almost like the Darksaber um, has, has a level of consciousness that knows that it doesn't belong to Visla. So mm. if you follow, Visla was cursed because they had the Darksaber, but he didn't have it in the right sense. Right? Oh, listen, the amount of retcon that this new little piece of lore does was brilliant. Because I remember, I remember season two when they're like, "Oh yeah, the dark saber has to be won through combat." I was like, "So how do you Wait, explain Sabine? all of?" Re- yeah, I was like, "How do you explain all of rebels?" <laughs> right, but at least, but see, what was really great is they didn't really retcon it. They just like, yeah, they didn't do it right. Right, well, yeah, but, but that's how they retconned it. Right, was explaining like, well, yes, they got it, but not the right way. I mean, right. so I mean, it, it, you can't tell me it's but not it a would, retcon. It's a brilliant one, but yes. it, it's a retcon. Well, it patches up a huge, like a a, a huge kind of just lore hole right there, right? Yeah. So it, you get that fixed, and then it, it, you just follow the trail. Maul was cursed when he had it because it never passed hands from Visla, from Fett to Visla, right? Hmm. So. Boba Fett is actually the legitimate heir to the dark saber. And you know, there's almost, there's almost precursor to that because even in Mandalorian season two, he's like, this armor belongs to me. This is my source code. And and like, you're like, Oh yeah. And they mentioned that. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that's more the long con. We got episodes one through Mm -hmm. four. I think it's going to be like, it's like this filler that, okay. You know what, Dave Filoni, this is this is they well no, this is actually on John Favreau because he's the primary writer. Yeah. Here's your mulligan. You know, Dave Filoni's got space whales. <laughs> he's got Book of Back to Tank. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he he's got the, the book of back to tank with Chrome Spy Kids speeder bikes. Right. So what are you saying that um Boba is that that Mando's going to give or lose the Darksaber to Boba? Well, I think if he returns it to Boba, now the Darksaber is back where it rightfully belongs. And that Boba Fett is actually getting set up to be the leader of Mandalore. Hmm. Which would be awesome because every EU fanboy would be there for 
Yes, please. And actually, now that you're saying that, maybe him not being a bounty hunter, like that part of him had to die to prepare him to take on this mantle to be of leadership. A leader. yeah. Because, ooh, actually, Daniel, I'm liking this more and more because he even says, like, I am forming a family. And what better family to form than right. Mandalore and the Mandalorians? See, the, see with, with that, all I can only think of, the problems I could think of is that he's got to get Bo-Katan on, <clears throat> on his side and he's got to get uh, the armor, the armor and the guy whose family made the dark saber. Uh, I have a funny feeling that the armor is going to be more in line with it than what Bo-Katan would be. Well, yeah. but, but, but Boba is like a bleeding heretic for as often as he has his helmet off. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, she I mean, ever accept I... him as a leader, but she also respects the dark saber. So if he is indeed the rightful heir, I guess she would be in alignment with that. Either right. that or, or Den's going to have to kill Boba Fett in order to have the rights to the dark saber. Oh, you know how many fans would be up in arms if Boba Fett gets killed again? <laughs> well, as long as he gets killed definitively and in a cool way. <laughs> yeah. And they're both going on very, very, and it's like they're both going on very transformational journeys. Boba Fett, we got to see the very long, boring transformation of bounty hunter to to what he is now. And then Din basically going through like his his whole connection with Grogu. You know, it's like, where is he now when we see him again and Grogu's gone? Right. Mm -hmm. He's back to his old ways. In fact, he's dropping the same line from episode one. Can I I can bring you in hot or I can bring you in cold. Which that opening scene was better than the entirety of Book of Boba Fett. Okay. I want to actually um, going with that with that scene. I want to express actual gratitude that they that they show people someone wielding a lightsaber and getting and harmed themselves. because they're not yeah, yes because they're not actually trained to use a lightsaber. But like mm-hmm. they won so many points with me on that. Not only because they introduced again, I was like, here he is wielding the dark saber, and poor poor Sabine went through the gauntlet just to be able to swing it. And so I'm glad they brought back the like, hey, you have to, like, it can fight against you if you don't use it correctly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, that, that little thing is still kind of getting me of just like, okay, is that a, that's a very unique uh, thing for the Darksaber to be like, hey, you're not using me right. I'm not going to do this for well, you. Technically, technically, that applies to, to even personal lightsabers. Is like your kyber crystal that you put in your lightsaber resonates with you. Like it imprints on you. So technically, if someone else uses your lightsaber, the, there mm-hmm. is a little bit of resistance versus if you are wielding your lightsaber. I mean, they, they don't, I mean, th- this is like deep cut, yeah. like in the books and comics, they never touch upon yeah. the movies. Which kind of makes me wonder, it's just like how much trouble did uh, Grievous had since he had four lightsabers? Well, but I mean, we he's also, also had Rosen. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, but yeah. <laughs> he, he's got gears to help him out. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking, but I'm looking forward to season three of Mando to see how, see how the connection with him and Boba is going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if that'll continue to carry out, or if there's going to be some sort of tied up with a bow here at the end of Book of Boba that takes Boba mm-hmm. out of the scene. Like I think Finnick Shand is going to continue to be 
a staple character. Like I think oh, yeah. she will continue to travel into Mandalorian season three. I do wonder if if the events of this will end up with Boba either a you know giving the dark saber, like like you said, like oh this is rightfully mine, I now give it to you. Um, and then but wasn't the but wasn't the uh, heavy the heavy Mando saying that it was rightfully his since his family made it or something like he's that? a vis but well the original jedi the original mandalorian jedi was a visla yeah right. but in in the whole passage of the dark saber it got to jester and I, okay. i'm gonna have to correct i i'm, I'm gonna say jester because that's that's the name that that's just sitting with me um so i'd have to correct myself but um he's he is the rightful heir or the rightful owner of it and from there everything it never passed the correct way right okay mm-hmm. um I, I mean i i hope boba continues past just book of boba i mean i was hoping that there would be like three seasons of the book of boba uh if if this is the form of boba uh then i do hope it ends this season just to like Cut the bleeding. <laughs> no, uh, well, but... I think I think I think we're done with the backstory. Yes. I, I think I think I think I think episode five was a key turning point, and now it's going to start picking up speed mm-hmm. because I don't think John Favreau is that stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a post once that was saying that that they that someone said they felt that with Mando, Book of Boba, and the Ahsoka series that's coming out that's all come culminating into one series where all three of them are together it's going to be a, for like a thanos level event and it's yeah. I, i've heard that the rumors that there's supposed to be a star wars movie 2025 ish mm-hmm. so maybe really? they'll finally bring back it, it's 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 well and that's I like sure the thing hope so. that that is supposed to be like one of the it's 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 a mix of if it's either leads into thrawn or it leads in closer to more of Rise of the Resist, like the I say Rise of the Resistance because we're going to Disney World, um, but <laughs> nice. um, but or into Rise of the First Order. Ooh, and Ooh. and so we don't. So, so it's it's one of those things. I would hope that it actually is more of a goes into Thrawn and they go like a new movie series away from Skywalker and just let uh, let Skywalker just be you know and like okay let's go thrawn let's go this other way with things star wars episode uh 6.5 rise of mandalore well, it's <laughs> it's not even not not even like an episode thing because it's like i yeah. would say that i would say like the episode the movie episodes that's mm-hmm. all the skywalker saga and just let that be yeah. you know it's just yeah. like we'll have Had we'll not. have to have some you did you done good <laughs> Yes. Well, you did. You did all right. Six out of nine, um, and maybe <laughs> yeah. seven out of nine. Seven. But, I would say seven out of nine. <laughs> but um, I, I'd really like to see it. Just okay. Let's let's shift it into new characters, into into new environments. You know, and I mean, you can open up a whole new thing of Star Wars, but don't don't lean on the Skywalker don't come back to that's just the only thing there. They've done a lot of good things with these characters with you've got Ahsoka, you've got Mando, you've got Boba, you've got Fennec Shan, you know, you've got some other things that are open. I've heard rumors of like, are they going to incorporate Omega into the live action and kind of bring mm-hmm. that from like, a, oh, yeah. because she would be same age as Boba Fett. That's you true. know, so there's, there's a, there's an opportunity there, you know, well, so I mean, they it really is becoming the Filoni verse. 
I mean, I mean the the, the Filoni Favreau verse. Um, but I mean that, Favaroni. That's, yeah, Favaroni. <laughs> there you go, Favaroni and cheese. Um, I, I I'm all for it. I because I I think to your point, Daniel, like there are compelling characters that I think stand neck and neck with the original Skywalker trilogy characters. Like I think Ahsoka. I, I think I even said this on the show. Next to Princess Leia, I think she is the most compelling female character in all of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited for Fennec Shand. I know a lot of people think she's one-dimensional, but I'm like, I, I see the potential. Um, and then, uh, though I, I continue to be disappointed with the Bad Batch series, I, I think it could <laughs> be great. I, I think Omega could be an intriguing character. Just right now, I think it's just, it's so bland. Like they're gonna have to do something really significant in Bad Batch season three to get me excited. You mean yeah. don't they don't they have a haven't they wait, not even done the second two. season yet? Yeah, wait, wait, yeah, yeah. Season two. What was confusing me is that the Bad Batch has a story arc in Clone War season seven, but you know, there's yes. they've only had one standalone season. Yeah. I mean, there's there are other characters that you could go into the whole going through the force kind of thing. I mean, Ezra Bridger um, mm-hmm. could could be compelling. You know, you could bring, you know, um, what's his name? I mean, he'd have to be like a force ghost kind of thing. But um, what was it? Jan, oh, Jan the, bl- the blind one. Yeah. Are, oh, are you talking about Ezra's master? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I want to say Kanan, but that's not right. Oh, yeah. Kanan Jarrus. Kanan oh, Jarrus. Okay. Yep. There we go. We, we, we get it once we get the right word, but you know, it's, uh, there, there's so many opportunities Caleb, that they could go in. Caleb Dune is his actual name, something like that. Mm, yeah. Um, that's right. Kanan. So. I, I don't but know. There's, there's, I, there's, I feel there's... like Kanan's had, like, his story is, is over and done. Maybe Ezra, yeah. because I think that's going to tie into Ahsoka. Of, you know, she's searching for him. Somehow that's going to be interrelated with Thrawn. Um, yeah. and, and hopefully there will be some sort of recompense for the atrocity of Thrawn being defeated by space whales. That's still... He, he wasn't... Well, he was kidnapped by space whales. Daniel, how he was much, defeated how, by how space the... whales, by freaking Pergils, and that still rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> like they yeah. st- they touted as like yes this was the solution that even Thrawn couldn't withstand. I'm like yes because a four year old came up with the ending and then the space <laughs> whales come out and they take and they bite his ship and then they hyperspace away. What? Yeah, you know why he couldn't defeat that is because you literally like that's that's day ex machina <laughs> to a T. Like right you, because you literally can't predict that. Yeah, because because Thrawn and I'm 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 reading through the the first Thrawn novel, you know I mean like the guy's like ten steps ahead of everybody, you know, and I mean he's got things banked, you know, to go like years in advance yeah. kind of stuff. He's he's playing like thirteen D chess. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I'm guessing the space whales were a common thing, or were they just a new? They were two episodes. One was like this really weird offshoot one, and then oh. they they one they was make like this, acid this trip offshoot one. But, yeah. Okay, so well, two episodes, and yet they're the Deus Ex Machina. Yep. Oh yeah, because because like Thrawn literally has them in a corner, and then like what the space whales show up, huh? Like it, yep. 
it makes I would have thought the Space Wolves would have been more compelling. Right? Yeah, after all the importance and borderline fetish Filoni has with the Force Wolves, like... Uh, anyway, when he said space wolves, I was like thinking space screens are coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more skulls for the skull throne. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah look, look it up. They're called pergils, Rob. And yeah, uh, it, 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 it's like a meme. Like, no one, Dave Filoni. Hey, you want to know what the inspiration behind hyperspace travel was? Space whales. Hey, but 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 I have it on record that the dadgum nerds would rather take space whales over space orchids. And that I mean, you remember where I fell on that argument. I was not <laughs> I was not on team space orchid. Um, I, uh, I I was adamantly against not doing space whales. But I, ultimately, I was, well, <laughs> with 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 Star Wars, I'd rather see that. There's I know there's a big move with like the High Republic and going into the past. I would I don't want to see them go past. I want to see them go to the future. Like, okay, let's yeah. open this thing up. Not go into things that okay, well, here's Yoda as a youngling, you know, 700 years ago at the at the fall of the High Republic into the, you know, into the new republic, into whatever, into the empire, you know, it's just like, no, let's, let's, let's not look at the past. Let's look at the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'll say where the it, legacy of Skywalker is just a legend now, truly a legend. Well, mm-hmm. or, or if you're going to explore the past, go so far back that you've got like Sith Wars, then you have yeah. my attention Ooh, yeah. like so far back that, yeah, there are no canon characters from the Skywalker saga that we even know. Because it was something that kind of bothered me of like, all right, High Republic sounds cool, but like, really, you had to have Yoda in it. I guess I guess it was almost like they wanted to make a bold move, but they had to have one security blanket, which was Yoda. To be like, well, we have to have one character they recognize. Um, yeah. Anyway, the I've first read the first war book. between I, the Jedi and Sith. Yeah, I mean, let's go to that era. The first Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what was the what was the original war? Well, in the and, 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 and I mean, it's just like it's it's I mean, you could have a connection to the new movies going back that far because isn't the temple that Luke is at mm-hmm. they, yeah. when they find him? That's the first Jedi temple. Absolutely. Yep. So, so, I mean, you have a connection, but it's just like get off of Luke, get off of Vader. I mean, they're good characters, but you know, they, they've had their like expand the universe, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, that, that's the whole thing is, is that going into the past only leads up to where we are, you know? So now you've got to be careful with how you're writing the past where the future is completely open. It's just like, and you've got all the reference material, mm-hmm. you know, all of this, because it's like uh, one of the big things that I loved in like the legacy novels was like these warlord empire fleets you know yeah the the remnant empire and it was like okay well this you know you had grand admiral thrawn had his thing you know but then there were different admirals and different moths and different you know things Mm -hmm. where it was just like you're you're mopping all of this up you know and now what's canon is well the emperor died and then he came back and you kind of put the and you put the empire on pause well first off the emperor dies takes all of his toys with him through Operation Cinders and then still manages to come back and rebuild bigger and better, but yet gets defeated in the same act three of the mm. same movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that I, that's my whole thing with like the, the new, the thriller is, is that it was, it was, you did nothing new. 
You know, you, you, it was you. You basically did New Hope 2.0, Empire Strikes yeah. Back 2.0, Return of the Jedi 2.0. I mean, I get it. It it's safe, you know. But that's where it's like I like what they've done with Mandalorian. You know, the yeah, episodes that they did with, but the the one episode that they did with Ahsoka, I was like, wow, gone from like early 20s teenage like a teenage to early 20s young woman to now she's like 40 years old and she's like i've got no more f's to give oh yeah oh listen rosario daro was incredible in that role and i know everyone kind of had their spiel on like oh well her leku aren't the right size i'm like listen you're translating from animated to live action you're gonna have to give them something um which i think is a segue back into what you guys talked with like the video game stuff Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know this is, that, if you do, is hard and i mean it's just like like i think there's a like they said there's a splinter cell i think there's a metal gear solid in 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 the works too okay well of really. all games metal gear solid might survive the transition um right. and, and, and well, splinter cell for that matter too but well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking those are like, I mean, well, Splinter Cell, I mean, that's a Tom Clancy. And I mean, you've got Hunt for Rod, October. You, yeah. I mean, I don't know what other. You've got you so know, many of those things. So many of those things that doing a Splinter Cell will be fine and easy. You know, you you, you throw, I think you, you throw in a little bit of Japanese twist in with Metal Gear Solid and, and you'll be just fine. You know, I think you got to, you've, you've got to push it. And one of the things that I like that is out there now is a lot of the technology that they used with doing like the Mandalorian, you know, and that I don't remember what it's oh, called. The, the volume. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you'll, they'll be able to get some things accomplished that'll look really good. Yeah. So I think if, if that technology is advanced and used, making some of those video game transitions into real into like a real life kind of aspect will be fine but i think like what's the the sonic you've got to remember what's your source material like what they did with sonic i was like what oh gosh now when they redid it when they redid it he looked really good yes but my here's here's my favorite thing out of the sonic movie was jim carrey's take on dr robot (laughs) <laughs> really so you were a big I, fan of it because i know that was polarizing for a lot of fans the way that he did and then it's just like now he's got that transformation if you've seen the preview for mm-hmm. sonic 2 yep and now he's got the mustache and he's at, he's actually had more of that like that mind twisted gone crazy kind of look you mm-hmm. know now he's more encompassing into like yes he's dr robotnik Mm-hmm. you know like well but he, he may he, he's not round but he's dr robotnik well i i think what the sonic movie did well and I, it looks like they're carrying this into the two is they didn't take themselves too seriously like at the end of the day they're like we're telling the story about a green talking hedgehog that collects rings and, and i think the movie is a little bit self-aware in that they're okay leaning into the campy and you know yeah. Jim Carrey's performance, well, and even the casting of Jim Carrey tells me that they are aware of that as well. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about uh the new Halo one that's coming out? Oh, first off, Cortona, uh, Cortana, Cortona, Cortana, Cortana. No, I, I, I was like, huh? No. First off, need a haircut. Second, yes, like. Um, uh, 
uh, is this like the pre Cortana? Like, is she going to change a little bit? Like, again, this is why it is so hard to make that transition because I feel like you're not going to win because it's just not going to live up to the same expectations because I'm like, I have yeah. an idea of what she should look like. And then I see that I'm like, is this even the same character? Like I almost well, would have been more excited if they called her something else and be like, Oh, so, cool. They're, so they're going to go with a different, a different version. So, so right now, so I, I recently signed up for game pass because of like all the fun Microsoft stuff that happened. Yeah, you know, a lot of that being in the news, and a lot of a lot of of people that I listen to is like Game Pass is awesome. I've been playing Halo Infinite yeah. on on PC, and I'm like, it's hey Skyrim. So without like all like it, it doesn't have all the RPG. It's still I'm going to shoot you in the face, and I got to pick up all the weapons, <laughs> you know. But but it's open world it's beautiful and the story is really compelling my only problem is is that i played halo on the xbox like early 2000 like when it first came out and i think i may have played halo too but then i didn't play anything else in between so i had to watch a catch-up video (laughs) to say okay well where are we what's happened you know and and it's just like with what's going on right now it's like okay i understand that quana is kind of a wall kind of gone off on her own you know and now i've got like a there's a cortana replacement that i think that looks like cortana because it's an ai so it's like the same program but it looks the same but now it's like i'm getting this other story so it's like i'm excited to see what there is with the tv show but i don't have paramount plus yeah one of those things of like i have to wait kind of see where it is and then see if it's like okay let me spend the you know, the 10 bucks to sign up for a month, binge it, <laughs> watch the and show then, and then leave. Cancel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. My, that's my thing as well. It's just like, I don't know how I feel about it, but, I, but I'll still watch it just to get a, get a, get my uh, view of it and then be like, okay, this is what you yeah. could, this is what is good. And this, what is, is what could have been worked on a little bit more. Well, yeah. to me, my my biggest concern from the trailer is it looks like we're not going to get to know Master Chief. It looks like most of the story onus is on like the decision makers on well, how do we utilize this asset? What do we you know? Oh, and, and I did not like me, that. But to me, what I'm was like, it? wasn't why while while. Halo 4 is another polarizing game because a lot of people are really upset that it was drastically different from the other ones, you know, different developer. I thought the story, though, in like, okay, they boil it down to, all right, the relationship between Master Chief and Cortana, I thought was really good. And so for this one, it looks like they're going for more of the he's the aloof BA character, that, that Jack Bauer effect of like, he just gets it done. You never know what's making him tick, but he gets it done. So I don't want all of the drama yeah. and character development to come from the ivory tower like bureaucrats and then Master Chief is mm-hmm. just going, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. So granted, it's a first trailer and maybe they will dive a little bit more into Master Chief. But I, was, I if I'm going like to see this into a show, short? there was um, Rising into that? Dawn. Yeah, yeah forward unto dawn. dawn. Yeah, but even then, none of it was about Master Chief. It was about a bunch of recruits. Yeah, it was like recruits and like OSDT or something like that. Yeah, uh, more like command school, more than something like, like that. that. 
And, and yeah, it was basically the bit. It was basically the pre-trailer for Halo coming out. Halo Four. Yeah, Halo Four. Mm-hmm. Which already tells yeah. me that they had more story in mind. That they wrote a mini series as a precursor to the game. So I just hope that trend continues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really don't want to see a Legend of Zelda movie or series. I, I I think there's that's one property that just has to stay a game. You know, because it's like outside of that, we're going to get the little Navi fairy going. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Well, not only last that, time on but, Zelda. Hey, listen. But Link should like his character design is made to not talk because the design principle behind it is that the whole reason that Link doesn't speak as a character is so that regardless of who plays they will psychologically put themselves in his shoes. And Mm -hmm. I mean, his name is Link because he is the link between the game and the player. And so to give him a voice, I mean, the last time they did that, we got the Excuse me, princess. princess, (laughs) And only two parts of the Triforce. Um, So uh, that, that series. Yeah. Um, So I, when I heard they were doing it, I was kind of like, okay, I, I'm going to need to see some concept art to see what direction you're going. Um, but I do not have high hopes because I, I think that is absolutely one that if you're going to do it, it needs to not be live action. It needs to be animated. And even then, uh, it, to me, the Legend of Zelda games are for those like solo gameplay. You get immersed I don't think it's going to be conducive to a cinematic story. No. If he if they don't have a scene where he attacks what one of the chickens and he oh suddenly, yeah Unless, if there's not a cuckoo swarm then they're doing something wrong. Yes. Yep. Yep. Even if then, it's like an end credit scene that he needs to be swarmed <laughs> by cuckoos, I totally yeah. agree. Well, and and that's kind of like that's like one of those things like with with like the arcane series. There was no ultimates until like the very last scene. Like, oh yeah, and the ultimates are like the that that big move in in League of Legends. You know? Yeah. So Jinx didn't do her ultimate to the season finale, mm-hmm. which ended on such a great cliffhanger. Oh, oh gosh, we, so my good. wife and I just my wife and I watched the last episode today, and we we oh. were having a whole big discussion about. Um, about uh vi's um remember who you are moment and we were just like it, it, it was basically the i was on the side of it when uh, vi was just uh sending jinx down a spiral that was going to end into a psychotic gun massacre and she was basically basically she'll she'll correct me again when i after i say this is that it was that she was trying it was trying to be start the road to recovery that it would snap her out of the jinx and bring some of powder back. And then it would be this tiny step towards that, towards the road of recovery. But and then, and then, I mean, we, we understand each other now. It was, wasn't as good earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that oh. was so that, that story was so good. I, I totally forgot that I said we need to talk about this in the after show. And I have actually, like, we, we got to wrap this up because I got to work tomorrow. <laughs> oh, but and your we, wife's in the back, like, 
put, it a, put a pin on it. I want to talk more arcane now that you have finished it. So let's let that serve as a trailer for next week's after show or, or at some point there will be an after show catharsis <laughs> yep. for arcane. So trip, <laughs> Brett, Aaron, Kevin, you now have a week to watch arcane so that you can join in on our, our after show discussion. And Hey, if you liked what you Zach heard and have the uh, one hour rant about uh, Jace. <laughs> yeah. Or, or for me, like my favorite character is uh, Love Echo. I think everything from the art design oh, to like motivations the... and his world. All right, I got to cut it off. I got, I'm working tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. If you like what you heard and you want to join in on the Arcane discussion, hey, you can join this as well. Join our patron program. These guys can tell you how much fun it is to join in the live discussions and discords and the fun shenanigans we do. You can too. We have totally changed our patron program to where the levels are far more accessible. But hey, if you want to join true believer status and join the ranks of Daniel and Rob, come on in. The water's fine. But hey, until next week, we will catch you later, Dagum Nerds. Oops.